Thanks for tuning in to today's Horsewoman podcast. Our show explores women in the horse industry as they share their dreams, challenges, successes. What drives these women? Well, let's find out. Good morning. Today we have Marsha Hartford Sapp with us for our podcast, Today's Horsewoman. And Marsha has accomplished tremendous things in her horse career. I know you're going to enjoy getting to know her a little better. So, Marsha, tell us a little bit about what you got going on now. Oh, good morning, Rose. Thank you for having me this morning. Um, so, yeah, I'm, I'm here in Tallahassee. The sun is out, beautiful and shining this morning. And, uh, you know, we're just, right now we're doing the day-to-day work of getting our horses trained and getting our riders trained and, um, you know, just putting in the work every day. I've got a couple of fun things that are coming up, actually, um, that we're looking forward to doing, one of which is going to be the, the January um, celebrity uh, invitational freestyle that will be down in Fort Worth, Texas. Wow, that sounds fantastic. Are you, yeah, so, are you going by yourself or taking a whole crew? Well, I'm, I'm going to take a horse and I'm gonna t- I've got to take at least a working student to help me out with that. But the, the Mustang Heritage Foundation is, is putting together a, uh, uh, a Mustang celebrity invitational freestyle. And, and what they've done is they've invited eight, eight trainers across the U.S. That, that specialize in training wild Mustangs. And uh, they've asked them to do a, you know, a nighttime show, per se, for, uh, for $50,000 in prize money. So you know these eight really great trainers are going to pull out all the stops to put on a good show and and I'm, I'm trying to help um, get ready for, for this event and, and get my horse ready. And, and I've got a, got a friend of mine that will be helping to do the show. I don't want to spoil anything for anyone. But uh, Mirka Crew uh, from Alabama is going to come and help me. And we're doing a uh, pate do of sorts. But I'm hoping that will be really entertaining. Oh, I'm sure it will. Every performance I've ever seen you do has been magnificent. So I'm, I know everybody's looking forward to that. So tell yeah, us, we're, we're looking forward to it too. Yeah, I'm sure. Do you, who, do you know who the other trainers are, or you're not at liberty to say? I, you know, I do. I don't have the list in front of me, um, but they've got a bunch of, of world, world-class trainers that'll be there. I mean, Dan James is coming from Double D Horsemanship, and he is one of the best showmen in the world that I've ever seen. Uh, Wileen Wilson will be there. and Nice. Uh, yeah, I know, and, and just, you know, Katie Kettergren and, you know, all sorts of fantastic horsemen that, that also are very good entertainers are going to be there. It's going to be a great show. Um, that show's going to be on Saturday night, the weekend of the 20th. I think the date may be the 21st. And um, they're also going to have um, another freestyle event Friday, the night before, of um, trainers that, that haven't done the invitational before, but they're going to invite eight eight great Mustang trainers to do that event. And uh, the winner of that event is going to come back on Saturday night um, and compete with the invitational group. So it's, it's going to be a lot of fun and I'm really looking forward to seeing all these great horsemen that are also my friends. Absolutely. So you, you've been showing a lot this year. Tell us a little bit about how that's going. I have been showing a lot this year. Uh, We, you know, there was, there was the, the same, 
you know, challenges with COVID that everyone has had over the last 18 months. And, you know, it's been no exception for us. You know, showing has been a little bit hard to do. And, you know, we never really know what events are going to be held and what are going to be canceled due to COVID. But things are starting to smooth out. Um, this last year, I did um, a couple of big shows that were able to be held. Um, I did the National Pony Cup um, earlier in the spring, and that is, um, that's a big national show for um, ponies and small horses in dressage. Um, so I was able to do that show. I brought my gypsy van or gelding that one of my clients has been leasing, and her and her daughter showed that horse, and I also brought my thoroughbred makeover horse. To, to the National Pony Cup, um, and my thoroughbred horse is actually considered a small horse. He's 15-2, um, so he actually went. He did win the National Pony Cup in the small horse division, and my uh, clients riding Gigi Vanner, my Gypsy Vanner, um, won the adult amateur division and also the junior division because her daughter, daughter did real well, too, so we had a lot of fun at that event. It's a really well-run show. Um, anyone who's got small horses or ponies should try it one year because the show management is just fantastic and they make it they make it quite a bit of fun. Um, and I also went out to Oklahoma this year and did the world championship for Western Dressage. And the folks that put on that show, you know, do a fantastic job. It's a big undertaking. It's it's five days of showing. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's a, that's a yeah, lot. <laughs> four, Four rings for five days. It's a lot of showing. Those people do a great job managing it. Um, we took four horses to that. We took uh, my big buckskin Andalusian and uh, one of my clients' uh, black Polish horses, a Polish warm blood. Uh, we took my thoroughbred makeover horse as well. Um, and then we took uh, a different client's uh, Gypsy Vanner. And, um, and everyone did great. All the horses won world championships, um, and that was a fun show, too, including my thoroughbred. My thoroughbred doing Western dressage wow. won world championships. So that was, that was a lot of fun. And, again, you get to see lots of great horsemen from all over the U.S., people you just don't get to see all the time. And it's always fun to reconnect with those people and see what they're doing with their businesses. Um, and, you know, and that was a super fun show, too. I, I know I've done a bunch of other things because we've been showing quite a bit, but um, you know, it's been fun being able to see people I wasn't able to see the year before. Right. It seems like it's been a long time. Definitely. Mm -hmm. So for those that are not familiar with what a thoroughbred makeover horse is, tell us about that. So the, the thoroughbred makeover is also called the Retired Racehorse Project. Um, and that is a, it's a trainer's competition that's designed in order to um, highlight thoroughbred horses coming off the racetrack. Um, so the, the trainers that apply for this program um, have the opportunity to go and select a thoroughbred racehorse that's coming off the track. The horse has to have recorded workouts at the racetrack or has to have raced. So it's horses that have been legitimate race training. Uh -huh. And we, we pick these horses straight off the racetrack and we um, bring them home and we're given 10 months to train them. Um, 10 months is the maximum. And um, they have a thoroughbred makeover competition, which is held in Lexington, Kentucky, every year. That was in mid-October of this year that I went to. And they have, um, typically, they have about 700 horses wow. that go to the competition, competing in eight, dis eight different disciplines. Everything from polo, western riding, barrel racing, dressage, eventing, show jumping, hunters, freestyle, you name it. These horses are, are very, you know very diverse in what they can do 
and um, all the horses compete for $100,000 in prize money. Um, and it's a, it's a great competition that highlights the thoroughbreds. It's, um, it's a nice thing to be able to do for the horse community to give back to those that are putting in the time to retraining these horses. Um, you know, and it's just an amazing event, too, to have that many people at one place, all with their, their horses that are fairly recently off the racetrack doing their new jobs, and it's just really cool to see. Um, so I was able to do that show this year, too, and, and I was impressed with those folks, too. The way they run that show was was really fantastic, and my hat, my hat's off to them for what they do every year, too. Oh, I agree. What a great way to, to let people know that thoroughbreds are valuable for any discipline that you want to put them in and can be successful in it and competitive. Absolutely. Great, great program that they're running, too, and I was happy to be a part of it this year with my thoroughbred. That sounds awesome. Hey y'all, this is Lonnie from Mule City Specialty Feeds located in Benson, North Carolina. It's almost springtime. Is your horse blooming? Does your horse have a shiny coat and healthy hooves? How much extra time and money are you spending mixing supplements in the feed room when you could be enjoying your horse in the arena or out on the trail? Then look no further. Mule City Specialty Feeds has a line of equine feeds that delivers maximum nutrition from your performance horse to your weekend trail horse. Our line of Maximum Nutrition Equine Feeds offers five different complete, balanced formulas that will take you out of the feed room and into the saddle. In addition to equine feeds, we also offer complete feeds for your barnyard pets and livestock. For more details, visit our website at mulecity.com, follow us on Facebook, or give us a call at 1-800-587-9229. And don't forget, Mule City delivers! So now what's going on with Cobra? So Cobra has been retired from competition for a couple of years now. Um, I, uh, you know, my thought is that I would continue to use him in special events in order to promote the American Mustang because uh, this horse has accomplished so much. Um, things like Equitana and, you know, and, yeah. uh, you know, other big events where lots of people can come and I can do freestyles or I could do... Um, you know, an educational type um, events in order to promote the American Mustang. But of course, right after he retired, we had COVID. Right. So <laughs> yeah. been no, there have been no uh, big events that have happened for almost the last two years. You know, Equine Affairs has been canceled for two years. Equitana, Equitana got canceled. All these great big events where people gather to, you know, to learn about horses and, and see horses perform have been canceled. But, um, you know, I think things are getting back to normal now. I've, I've got him back to work. Um, and, you know, we're not showing, we're not campaigning, we're not doing anything like that. But I, I am hoping to have him out at a few events this year in order to uh, allow people to meet him and to promote the American Mustang, which, again, is a great, you know, versatile breed, and it's an American horse. Um, so there, there is there's some thought that Cobra might be in Fort Worth this year at that invitational. So Very we'll see nice. So We'll see how that goes. Just a little teaser out there that, you know, he may make an appearance there. Yeah. Well, Cobra accomplished so many things that nobody thought a Mustang could do. You know, tell us a little bit about his show record because he's pretty amazing. Yeah, he's, you know, I had such a great time showing, showing Cobra. And, he, you know, he taught me more than I think I taught him, of course. Um, but, you know, Cobra, Cobra is, you know, the winningest American Mustang um, in history. 
He has won over seven national titles in, uh, in classical dressage all the way through FEI pre-St. George. Um, he's won several world championships in Western dressage, several um, national titles in Western dressage. He's been invited to uh, big events throughout the U.S., like uh, Briarfest and Equitana. And um, he actually got invited to the World Equestrian Games um, several years back, which is, you know, a big deal. Yeah. And, yeah, and he has a Briar model horse. He is a Briar, uh, a living Briar model horse. So that's really fun to, to kind of have him immortalized as a, a Briar model. Right. Um, he was also the recipient of the... 2017 uh, National Horse of Honor Award, which is um, the, the the biggest title that the United States Equestrian Federation gives a horse. So he's a USEF National Horse of Honor. Wow. Um, he won that award. He's the only Mustang to ever be nominated for that award, of course. Um, typically, the horses that win that award are, you know, or horses that are winning on a national level. They're Olympic horses. It's a big deal. Um, so, yeah. you know, he. <laughs> is the lone standing recipient of that award as, as far as being a Mustang. And he has also been inducted into the Equus Hall of Fame in Lexington, Kentucky. Wow. That is just so incredible. Just to see Cobra is a treat. Um, I'm so glad that he's doing well. I'm, I certainly enjoyed my time I spent with him. He's amazing. He is a really, really amazing horse. So for women coming into our business... What kind of advice would you give young women about how to leave their mark on the horse world? I can't think of any better mentor than you. Yeah, it's it's a hard industry, as you know. Yes. Um, and you've, you've got to be tough, and you you really have to show up every day and do the work. The, I have a working student program here where young women can come and, and see a working horse farm and, and be able to be part of something that is real, and I'm very honest with with the girls and in, in our language every day about what happens, you know, daily with horses and with clients and, and all that stuff. So, you know, I would definitely always advise people to try to find somebody who actually has a successful business, see if they will give you an honest open door into, you know, their world and, and show appreciation for it because it's, it's, you know, it's quite a big thing for somebody to allow you into their business or home. Um, but if you can find somebody who will who will create a little bit of an open door and be honest with you about the day in and day out operations, it's eye opening and it's it's very very helpful um, to see what other people are doing. You know, honesty is important in this business. It's very important. Sometimes things don't go right with horses, and the only the only important thing is to be honest about what's not going right. Um, you know, we never blame the horse never blame the horse for anything but sometimes you know not every right. day can be a fairy tale with horses and it's important to be honest about that and not let it dishearten you because tomorrow's a, a different day my most important piece of advice is just to show up every day and be consistent it, it doesn't matter if you've never been to the olympics it doesn't matter if you are not the best rider in the world what's important is that you're consistent with what you do that you show up every day, you do the work, and that people can depend on you. That's really the most important thing to, to be able to build a successful business is just show up and do the work every day. Um, and then from there, when you show up every day and do the work, you'll figure out things that work for you and things that make you happy. And then you try to grab onto those things that make you happy and run with it. Absolutely. You know, you'll, 
you you'll be able to make make a mark just by doing things that make you know that make your heart happy that make your soul happy and make other people happy too and you know i i love going to horse shows and i i love being able to compete with horses that i've trained and i love meeting people but at the end of the day that's a means to an end you know being able to go to the horse shows mean I'll be able to get qualified to do things like doing musical freestyles with horses, which really makes my heart happy. Being able to ride to music or do things that are creative, like doing these freestyle events. But you've got to do your work in other places before you go straight to straight to these other big events. Very, very good advice. Any other tips that you can give young women who want to become horse trainers? You know, my, my biggest tip is to show up and do the work every day. You know, love what you do. Be honest about what you're doing. Find somebody who can who can help you. Spend a lot of time with that person, showing appreciation. If they're willing to open the door for an education you won't get anywhere else, be grateful for that. And then, and then when you're ready, go and work for yourself. Very you know, good. It's, it's hard to make a long-term business working for for somebody else. Do it in the beginning and do a darn good job of it, and show your value and prove your worth. And then when you've learned what you need to do, go and go and make a business of it, but for yourself. Very good advice. And if people out there listening are interested in your program and want to apply for an internship, how would they reach you? They, they would just find me on Facebook or go to the website, which is southernoaksequestrian.com, or they could just look at my phone number and they could give me a call and ask. What's on your bucket list to achieve yet? Oh, you know... There's always things on my bucket list that I'd like to do. Um, now that events are, are coming coming back, you know, here in the U.S., I'd, I'd like to be able to do more freestyle events. I'd like to be able to do stuff with costumes and music, with horses and bridalist riding and tricks. And, you know, I, I love the creative process, and I love being able to do creative things with horses that involve music. It, you know, that's what really feeds my soul. Um, I'm, I'm going to do the the freestyle event for the Mustang Heritage Foundation in January in Fort Worth, um, which is going to be a great event. Anyone that's in the area should come and watch it. It's part of the Fort Worth Stock Show, which, you know, tens of thousands of people go to, and it's just a great, great show to go to if you like the country lifestyle. Um, the rest of 2022, who knows what will happen? Uh, you know, I haven't made huge plans yet, but I'm sure something will evolve and and we'll have a good time doing it, whatever happens. Without a doubt, that's for sure. All right. Well, I appreciate your time this morning and being with us. And, um, you know, Mar Marsha's legendary. So, oh, I know it's something else I wanted to ask you. I know that you do a lot of, of sales for horses. So tell us a little bit about that aspect of your program, if anybody's looking for a great horse. Yeah, we, we do have, we do sell horses. Um, you know, it's, it's one of the parts of the industry that is necessary, you know, to be able to match horses with clients that are appropriate. Um, it, it's, it's, it's a tough part of the industry, but it is very rewarding. You know, we go into it with honesty, just like everything else. And, you know, we, we try to ride the horses enough here and test them enough so that I know the right, the right seat for that horse, the right place for that horse. So, they can be hunter horses, dressage horses, family horses, uh, young horses. You know, lot, we, we start lots of young horses under saddle and, and place them into good programs, too. Um, and, and we do typically offer four to six horses uh, for sale per month. 
um, and try to get them into place, placed into good homes and, and get them sold for their, their owners. And sometimes they're horses that I buy, you know, with the intention of, of uh, putting training on and then reselling over time. Um, but it's, it's a big variety. You know, there's hunters and dressage and, you know, you name it, we, we may come across it at some point. I saw your post this morning of your babies. They're beautiful. Yes, they are beautiful. And sometimes I'll even do do a little bit of breeding, and uh, those are warm blood horses that are sitting in my backyard right now, waiting to grow up. They're precious. Mm-hmm. They are beautiful. Well, thank you so much, Marsha. I appreciate your time this morning, and thank you guys for listening. Okay. Yes, ma'am. Thank you so much. I hope you enjoyed today's show. Our souls wander in similar places. Even though we may not know each other, we touch the same wind, we walk under the same sky, and our hearts wander in the same dreams. We are one, women just like you and me. Thank you for listening.